so I'm going to try to use software to route audio from like a Skype call oh, or something okay. like that yes, into, you call my, it, into the computer. Call into the computer and then the computer uh, just picks up that audio. Exactly. I see. So that's the plan for future remote podcasts. Hello! Welcome to the Fancy Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your long-absent host and commissioner, Patrick Polk. Uh, we are nearing the end of the off-season, and to mark the occasion, we have a special guest in-house, Abby Saul. Hello. Current champion. I am the champion. Soon to be moving also. Ugh, yeah. So we really had to get her on before, before, the, before the move. Yeah, well, before the move, and then I think you're right, before the next season starts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we have some business to tend to. We should um, go in depth on your victory. Could you tell me the highlight of championship week for you? Uh, what, who, Which players really uh, brought you through to yeah, the... Yeah, I believe some football was played. <laughs> yeah. And that's about all I remember. Yeah. I don't even remember who was on my team. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a long time ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, to mark the date, it's... Uh, what day is it? Uh August oh, 5th? August 5th, yeah. August mm-hmm. 5th. So, yeah. This was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the season starts in almost exactly one month. I think like September 6th or something. Yeah, like I think that? that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, very soon football will be back. Um, you brought with you the trophy. I sure did. I'm holding it right now. Um, I said, you know, that she could hand it off to me and I can get it customized before they left. But she said, you just wanted to give it to me to be in our possession so that there's an easier handoff in the future. I believe so, yes. You believe? You? Oh, now you're calling me a liar. <laughs> no, that is, what, <laughs> that is what I said. I did I did a lot of thinking about whether it should travel with us, and I felt like the league is in Chicago, the trophy should stay in Chicago, and I think we can address that rule as things go forward. <laughs> but it needed to be engraved with my name anyway, and to me that's more important. Well, yes, so, but I permanence. offered to do that a while I ago know, so I that know. it could have been done. So <clears throat> just if anyone sees the trophy in our apartment... I'm not pretending I won. Jen's mm-hmm. not pretending she won. This was Abby's idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is some business to take care of on the trophy front as well. Well, this is true because um, we I had, we all had team names, but we never chose a league name last season. Hmm. And I was going back through our chat and seeing that we first discussed naming the league for the season in August of last year. Excellent. And then in December of last year... Nick said as the Trump of the season that he was just going to choose a name, but he sure didn't. So we think right. he forfeited that right. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. So the the main thing that we need, um, it, it doesn't, in most practical senses, it doesn't matter what the league was named last year in, right. in hindsight, but for the purposes of the trophy, yes. for those who have not won the trophy and had it <laughs> yeah, in their household. you don't know, this is true. Um, every year it says the year... The league name for that season, the person who won, and the person's team name. Mm-hmm. So we need a league name to put on the trophy. We can't just say politics, you know. Right. Has to be, yeah, that's the theme. Has to that's be something. Not the name. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, I think it makes sense. It's going to be your plaque on the trophy. Yes. Uh, that I think we just have to choose one right here, and that will be what goes on the the uh, trophy for all eternity. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. And this will be, look, and guys, can you believe it? This is the fifth engraving on the trophy. 
we're entering our sixth year of the league. Way to go, team. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. And it also, this this coming season will be filling one side of the trophy. Yeah. But luckily, Commissioner Pat foresaw that and there's another side ready to be filled. Yeah. And then there's a third side that does not have plaques on it. And then it'll be like be. the Stanley Cup and I'm just going to add a bigger base. Perfect. With more plaques. Mm-hmm. Just over and over again. We can pass it to our children. Exactly. It'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. It will live forever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what uh, team names are in the running for our 2017 politically themed uh, league? And also, man, in hindsight, what a year in politics, <laughs> huh? Just okay. really went great. A real bummer might <laughs> yeah. be my team name, <laughs> yeah. league name, because um, I think that is true. Um, yeah, so Nick suggested some um, back in August of last year. Mm-hmm. And I think Gary suggested some too, right? I don't know that he did. Hmm. Well, I could look. I'll do some looking, I guess. Okay. Here are the ones that Nick suggested, right. and then I'll dive back in. Okay. Um, Nick suggested Live Free or Drive, The West Swing Pass, The Philip Buster, Scoring a Thousand Points of Light, which I don't really understand. Just a thousand points of light. So then you're scoring a thousand points. Yeah. Is that political? A thousand points of light? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, Bush's policy. Yeah, it was a policy thing. Um, Constitutional Convention. Four scores and seven touchdowns ago. Status quo anti-draft. And then he says something here, but kickoff doesn't work. Um, League of Relationships. Checkdowns and balanced formations, uh, flextorial college, flextorial college, training camp David, camp David Johnson, inaugural Monty Ball, and Iowa Gronkus. So I believe this was discussed back in the day. Um, I I like a lot of those puns. I do think for the entire league name, we should avoid specific player names. I agree with that. So even though Gronk things are fun. I say no Gronk, <laughs> no David Johnson. I think so no too. No Monty Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just have to focus on things that are puns about football in general. Very clever, Nick, though. Yeah. Um, I I think of those, my favorite one is probably four scores and seven touchdowns ago. But it's a little long. It's a little long. I mean, we they, they can cram letters in there. Some of our league names were a little bit long in the past. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I think... It, it works with the nostalgia of the league having ended long ago that season. That's uh, true. So it That's works on two true. layers. Yeah, I do like that. Um, yeah, I think those were all the suggestions. And then, oh, Jen suggested dumpster fire just because applicable to the politics of last year, for sure. And it ended up being so true. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Yeah, those are all the, I think those are all the ones. I think... At that same time, you offered up your team name as the league name, and I think I offered up Gary's team Ah, name as mm -hmm. the league name, Um, but you guys use those as your team name, so I think it's too late for that, for sure. It would have been better if we won, and then we decided that that that, was the team name and the league name. Mm -hmm. It would have been very confusing. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. So... um, I don't know. Should we choose from that list, do you think? Are there any other to throw in the mix? I'm not feeling clever at yeah it would be hard and also like you know you can't if you make any puns about the trump administration it's very topical and also then you can't remember if that was the case at the beginning of the season or not right i will say to that end i just want to give casey johnson some props because he changed his team name 
every week last season, like to reflect the politics of the day. And I really liked that a lot. Yeah. And felt it felt very applicable to the dumpster fire that was Indeed. last year. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's a close race between dumpster fire <laughs> and four scores and seven touchdowns. Again. I think so. Yeah. How about this? Uh, just a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, for concision's sake and... Uh, what do you think of four scores and seven points ago? Because a touchdown is worth seven points when you kick the extra. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a little shorter. Just thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be hard because, yeah, to make the sense, like if that were its own phrase, it would be hard for four scores to be worth seven points, but it would also be hard for four scores to be worth seven touchdowns. So yeah. I guess you can't think about it too hard. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, it was four score and seven years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So what about four score and seven yards ago? Oh, I like that one, actually. Yeah, four score Because then you're not ago. combining two different things mentioning scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can still give Nick credit. for. Yeah, the, I think the, that counts, yes. And I also feel okay doing this because that was in the group chat that everyone saw that, that general idea and no one chose to engage. Yeah. Except for, I think, if you look back at that, I think you and I... And Jen had something to say about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I like so four scores and seven yards ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Done. It is decided. Yep. Bilaterally. Sorry, mm-hmm. rest of the league. Mm-hmm. Send your complaints to Abby Saul. Yep. On Twitter. <laughs> At Bookie Saul. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, that's it. That was an important piece of business. Yeah. That was a big, that's a big deal. Now yeah. the trophy can get engraved. Yes. Mm-hmm. With my name forever. Yep. Exactly. Uh, sadly, uh, I, I mentioned this off air, but. Uh, possibly the place that has been doing our engraving for the first uh five seasons might be out of business now um kind of a bummer yeah i have to check them out a lot you know not surprisingly um a lot of trophy places don't love fantasy football leagues when Ah. they're just like can you do this small cheap piece of business for me uh and i'll see you once a year for like a you know five to ten dollar charge right yeah uh, as opposed to like a little league or something that yeah, has to buy like 20 little really trophies mm-hmm. and stuff so some places actively don't like fantasy football leagues but the place that i went to was friendly and they they mounted the um the topper on the new base yeah, and well, yeah. all that stuff yeah so we have a good trophy thank yeah. you pat you're That's welcome a good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I searched ebay long and far to try and find that because i knew that's the type i wanted it looks like an Oscar. It's so perfect. Yeah. It's made for it com- our league. It combines like it. our interests quite well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that one was from 1970. They were like, they were from the 60s and 70s, all of the Ford pass, punt, and kick league trophies that this is a part of. <laughs> for like, You really dove deep into this. Yeah, it's like, like 10-year-olds mm-hmm. like doing football skills and winning little trophies. But it's like solid. It's heavy. It's yeah, cool. it's great. It's good. So um yeah so i think next we bilaterally determine when the draft is oh sure that's (laughs) we sort of i mean it will be virtual probably anyway right oh yeah i mean obviously yeah to a certain extent um Mm -hmm. i don't think alex or you or gary are coming in probably not coming in in september no or end of august so that's at least (laughs) 30 percent of the league Mm -hmm. uh that will be absent so i think it'll there's a high chance it'll be entirely virtual this year and i should you know like eat tortilla chips together though i encourage it oh we have some angry children in the other room unfortunately mm-hmm. uh abby got a good taste of lily <laughs> hulking out she really didn't she's just she's got some strong lungs it's very she, healthy she wanted a snack and she did not mm-hmm. want to wear a specific bib mm-hmm. and she didn't want a baby tub to be taken away from <laughs> her either 
So, yes. Anyway, um, yeah, so you guys are moving really soon. It's really soon. It's this coming week. Yeah. We leave on Saturday. And I'm leaving for Virginia on Wednesday, so I don't even see you on the, the going away. I won't be able to wave as you drive. Wave forlornly. Yeah, exactly. Drive away. A tear trickling down my cheek. I think, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's been funny just because I think, like, I've been doing a lot to get ready for it, as has Gary. Um, but now that it is actually here, there's just, there's always more to do. And I feel like I haven't actually thought about, like, what the, the three days of moving involved will actually look like. I think I'm kind of like, oh, and then we move. Then that just and that'll be done. Yeah, then that's done, right? <laughs> yeah, like, check, check that off mm-hmm. the list. Not, like, the loading of the truck and the driving of the truck and then the unloading of the truck. Yeah. All and, those things. And I think fun. also, in, you know... To you, you had a lot of stuff to do, um, so it probably didn't feel that fast. But it was it was relatively quick. It was pretty quick, yeah. Uh, it and so, quick. so it mm-hmm. all, a lot had to happen in a short amount of time. Yeah. And so it's like all of a sudden you're gone. Yeah, so that's a that's a bummer. It is a bummer. They wanted Gary to start in July, so at least we <laughs> stopped that from you happening. Really pushed back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we decided also we have to continue the podcast, of course. And I'm going to uh, further increase my podcasting capabilities and allow for easier online communication for recording a podcast. So you're going to have to be a regular guest. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll have deep football thoughts. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who are your sleepers this year? <laughs> well, literally no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't even really looked at anything either. I like get emails because I've like, you know, like check fancy websites and stuff. So like they're yeah. all like providing articles that I haven't clicked in on any of them. Well, that's why we need to know when the draft is going to be. Then we can all do are very important homework. We can that cram. Is not just what ESPN suggests the next draft exactly. should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we should decide that as a league. Yeah, we should. We'll start. Maybe post the podcast. We'll start a discussion. Yeah. On the thing. Maybe when to do it. We can announce that a podcast was recorded mm-hmm. and say that we need to actually <laughs> finalize the draft. Sounds like a plan. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. The league is so fun, you guys. We have to all stay engaged because it's super fun. Yeah. And also, Gary and I will be in Philadelphia and won't know anyone, so we will be deep into football. So, mm-hmm. Philly. Philly, uh-huh. Home of the Super Bowl champion Eagles. Yes. You, you excited to join your Philly fanatics? No. <laughs> I, don't, I've, I don't know very much about football, as has been said before, but my impression, the Eagles just seem fine to me. They seem kind of, I don't know, do, or do people get excited about them? Obviously, Philadelphia people do, but... Um, I feel like there's some of those teams that people are just like, ugh, the Patriots, ugh, the whoever. Yeah, like I would say my impression is that the Eagles have not been like dynastic the past several years. Mm-hmm. And so there's not like a lot of like public animus against them. Um, but yeah, like Philly fans are, are pretty insane about all of their sports. Like I would say by reputation, like above Chicago fans in their zealousness. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. I was just going to say, there's an interesting um, reply all about, I think, Philadelphia football. Who's the football? Or no, uh, basketball. The basketball. The 76ers. Yeah. Do they have the system? Is that a thing? Uh, Yes. uh, Believe in in the system. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a big thing. They they were terrible for a very long time. And so then they decided to get worse so that they could get a whole bunch of draft picks. and, And so they were knowingly 
like essentially tanking for entire seasons as opposed to the traditional tanking at the end of the season when you uh, already know you're bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would just go into a season deliberately not doing well so that they could get good draft picks and then say, you know, fans, I know this is not the most fun, but just believe in the system and we'll eventually be good. And surprisingly or not, I don't know, uh, it, it finally is turning around. They fired the general manager who was in charge of the system yes. and tanking for years. But then after he was gone, they actually started improving a lot and they're actually kind of good now. Oh, well, so that's interesting. Yeah. There was an interesting, that podcast was interesting about just like lots of those people, including I think the general manager and one of the big stars that they brought in from their good draft picks then maybe um, like seemed to have Twitter accounts and then like fake Twitter accounts that just support their Twitter accounts that um, was a lot of talk about. They got deep into just like some internet shenanigans that was just all about the system and yeah, the 76ers. There's a I thing. Funny. Oh, we've got a visitor. Hello, Lily. Hello, Lily. What you up to? Oh, you're trying to give me your crayon? That's some good Foley work. You have a green crayon? Yeah, can I see it? I, green's my favorite color. Can I see it? She's kind of staring at Abby. I think he's like, what? Mm. You want to talk to daddy? Yeah. Yeah, here. You want to talk into this? Yeah. Hi, Lily. You could sing a song or you can talk. Yeah, here. You want to talk into that? What do you want to say? Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye? She gets performance anxiety in front of strangers and then also apparently virtual strangers. We're doing daddy. Uh, we're recording a podcast. Podcast? Yeah, a podcast. That was really cute. That's probably the first time you've ever said podcast. One more snack. <laughs> you want more snacks? Bye, Lily. Bye, Lily. Lily. Thank you. Hawthorne is still eating lunch. <laughs> it's a process. Speaking of the process, I just entered the um, Hamilton lottery because I'm determined to win before we go. Yeah. Which doesn't seem super likely at this There's point. There's not a ton of entries left. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I tried I tried to win more and I was going to give you a ticket. That's really nice. Again, Thank but you. We did not win. It's been a while. We, we won three times. Yeah, you guys had a run. Very rapidly. And then we are on like a, over a year dry spell. Ugh. I can't complain, obviously. But right, you've seen it's it. sad. It's good. Yes. Good. Um, speaking of, how excited are we about this league's, this season's theme? I mean... Musicals. So yeah. exciting, right? Hamilton is very good. Yeah. I... You might not know this about me. We haven't talked about it much, but um, my sister and my mom are pretty big into specifically um, Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals oh, sure. in my uh-huh. childhood. And so I listened to just a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber tunes in my early childhood so I know a lot more. So you have of those a lot, yeah. So I expect a good expect. name then. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, but Gary's dad took us to see Phantom of the Opera in New York when he came out to visit us in New York, which was just a funny experience all around because it's been running for so long that it's just kind of sad now. Yeah. If it ever was good, I don't know, but it was anyway. It was exceptionally sad because like it is very easy to get a ticket. It's not a full theater. Yeah. Um. Some of the numbers that used to have just like tons of people now just have like mannequins. Oh no. Standing there, which is very funny. Like there's someone where it's like a big party and it has like, yeah, like the five people who are in the chorus and then a bunch of costume mannequins uh, to fill the stage. Sounds like uh, Home Alone. Yeah. 
pretending Definitely. to have a party. Michael Jordan cut out, mm-hmm. going down on a train track. He's moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they move even. I think that would be too much. <laughs> That's too much for that them. That is sad. Yeah. So you're saying you want the theme to be sad, old <laughs> That would be such a bummer. It's just like the saddest Andrew Lloyd Webber ones in yeah. particular. Um, but yeah, so I, I know a fair amount of some of the old classic tunes, and I really like Hamilton. In general, I find musicals, probably more musical movies, because I don't watch a lot of musical plays, I guess, mm-hmm. to be just the the artificiality of busting out into song and dance is very distracting to me. Yes, I uh, understand that totally. Um, but but it is it can be fun. That's why I think I know that my rule about them not being movie ones first, but I think it's because I do think musicals on the stage, there's like a willing suspension of disbelief that's already happening because it's you know staged on the theater and you're pretending that they're somewhere as opposed to in a movie i think it's very hard to do a musical movie well unless it's a disney movie probably yeah yeah i agree um yeah like usually if you're at a play it'll be so sparse anyway it's yeah it's very it's more abstract to begin yeah with. that you're like okay now they're singing and that's fine as yeah so like la la land where i was like why are you singing yeah exactly please stop singing what percentage of the league will have a la la Land. Yeah, I was also trying to prevent that, but yeah. that's fine. I think, I think, two of the twelve probably will. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe everyone will just despite me. Don't do it, guys. Do it. <laughs> I don't even like La La Land, but I'll do it. <laughs> Take that. Hmm. I wonder if Casey can come up with a different topical musical team name. That would be every funny. Week. That's a good challenge, yeah. Casey. Mm-hmm. But there he didn't go. want to do a musical deep dive, so I don't know. I don't know how many musicals he knows. It might be like when he did books where he was just, I think he just like Googled what books were. Oh. Oh, Lily brought a cup of me? tea. Thank you. A little tea. Hmm, delightful. Usually when she gives me an empty cup of fake tea, she warns me that it's too hot and oh. like doesn't let me drink it. <laughs> She's watching out for you. But this time she doesn't care. She's That's mad. really nice. Burn yourself down. <laughs> Take that. You took my baby tub away. Yeah. So... We got some tea. We got a crayon. Mm-hmm. Things are going well. Mm-hmm. Got a trophy. Mm-hmm. It's a good table. Yeah. There's also a letter puzzle on the table, but the A is missing. I was told that we know where the A is. <laughs> I was concerned, but we have. It's just not here, but it's yeah. somewhere. I believe it's over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, the move mm-hmm. happening. A week from yesterday. Yeah. Six days. Six days. And you're taking three days to get there. We're, yeah, two days to get there, I guess. Two days Because Gary there. has to start work on the third day. Oh, yeah. excellent. So speedy. But my mom is coming with us. Um, so she will be there to help Hawthorne and me unpack on the other end because Hawthorne probably won't be a lot of help. And then um, <laughs> my think. dad is also coming out, apparently, but oh. separately. I don't. They forged a plan between them, and I'm just accepting the help, so that's fine. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So what do you know about Philadelphia? Not very much. We are going to be in Haverford, which is very close to Haverford College, and their mascot is the Black Squirrel. That's something that I've learned. Okay. Um, Philadelphia is famous for cheesesteak and pretzels, and I've had both, but I don't think we got a good cheesesteak. I don't know. I've been there twice. Um, when I lived in New York, we went down twice and saw like Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell and ate a pretzel. And that's about what I know. They have a good art museum, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I did not know 
I'd never heard of them being famous for pretzels before, but for work, I had a training in Atlantic City, oh, uh-huh. and we flew in and out of Philadelphia, and in the Philadelphia airport, they had Philadelphia pretzels, and I was like, is this a thing? I think- And no uh, one knew. Apparently, yes. Apparently, huh. yes. Because um, they have this really cool market that's like an indoor vendor market, and it's part farmer's market, but part just like food stalls. I guess it's kind of like um, the French market in Ogilvy, and- um, like four of the stalls are just pretzel only. I hmm. think be, I think Amish people make pretzels a lot, and Pennsylvania is big Amish. Country. Yeah, I was gonna ask if it was like mm-hmm. yeah a certain group because like I've, I've associated you know Germans, yes, perhaps, some, yeah. Belgians. I don't know some sort of something, but they're but, anyway pretty solid ones, which is good. Um, so yeah, a, a food focus obviously is always where Gary and I come from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that part's good, and I think it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. And that is what. We know about it. Mm-hmm. It's got a land trust. It's got a land trust with a really good director of individual giving who's about to start. Uh-huh. Excellent. Yeah. And how much are you going to individually give? Uh, we will just determine. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess. I, think, I think one of his ideas, though, which is a good one, is just to get more people involved by doing some like um, parent and kid hikes in the land. So we'll, we will go to that for sure and donate while we're there. I'm donating Gary. That's pretty big. And you, you know? really. Yeah, I'm really. Me. It's like a sacrifice <laughs> to the land of Pennsylvania. Um, the King of Pressure Mall is pretty close by, apparently. And what's that? It is the second largest mall in America. Cool. Uh-huh. That's one of the things. But there's lots of history there, too. So, like, Independence Hall is legit cool. Um, Valley Forge is there, which I've never seen, which would be interesting to see. Um Gettysburg is not right there, obviously, but it's pretty close by, is what everyone says. So there's some, you know, you can get real into some American history. And there's also the Crayola Factory mm-hmm. is right around there. And um, Hershey Park, which mm-hmm. is a big amusement park. And then Sesame Place. These are all wow. right around That's Philadelphia. Good stuff. Yeah. People with kids. Yeah. Come to visit Philadelphia. There mm-hmm. you go. There's at least enough for a day. Right. <laughs> one, <laughs> one day and a pretzel at the end. <laughs> Let's move there. Yeah. Um and Atlantic City is only an hour drive. Yeah, I mean, thank goodness. Can, Every weekend. You can go to real sad casinos very easily. That's so sad, right? Um and so you you essentially are self-employed. Yes. So you're going to continue to do that. Going to continue to do that closer to New York, which is nice. Um you know, most of my publishing business is in New York, so just getting to go out for the day and do coffees and drinks with people will be a good thing, which I have done before via travel but it'll be nice just to be able to go for the day yeah um yes there's a train system out there um all along the east coast which is the Acela express is like the fancy one so it's like all business class and they go faster um but i was looking at train prices and it was just funny because um to get from philadelphia to new york if you don't do the express is like an hour and a half and if you do the express it's an hour and 15 minutes Ooh. and the express is a hundred dollars more <laughs> um and i just feel like amtrak continues to baffle me in terms of i don't know that that, meant that many people are taking trains all the time and i i think more so on the east coast which is interesting so yeah. but that their their prices are always confounding yeah because they're like eight hundred dollars <laughs> or you could fly there for 50 yeah mm-hmm. i don't know trains Trains. I got, I, we got some trains. I read about trains. Mm-hmm. We can talk about got, trains. Got train stuff. You know, there's a Supreme Court decision about trains, and we lost, and it was freaking Gorsuch writing the opinion of five four decision. Really? Yeah. What was it? A, what? Um, it wasn't. It was a tax. It was a, so the Railroad Retirement Board is um, where I work, and they pay retirement benefits to railroad employees. And 
and it was as long, you know, how, how law stuff goes. Yeah. It, was, it was a very fine point. But uh, I extra don't like Gorsuch. She's very annoying. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds frustrating. Yeah. Um, I was mentioning something about railroads the other day, and Gary's mom was like, I just knew a couple people, like, you know, 20 years ago who just quit their jobs to go work for the railroad, and it was just a good decision. And I was like, she felt very, like, passionately about just like, yeah, you could, you know, you could always go work for the railroad. Do you think that that's still a good a good choice? I mean, it's uh, pretty good benefits compared to other industries. Yeah. And also, they're... Um, so we've had a few presentations um, for like the purposes. We also do like disability benefits, mm. just like Social Security. So not just like retirement benefits. And so um, we had people come in, kind of describe the f- nature of their job and like how the how it works. And so that mostly for the benefit of people who do disability decisions, ah. so they could kind of understand the physical demands on the job. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've had some presentations on the different types of job, and there is there are some where they're like really just like truck driving kind of like they're like low on people and providing huge bonuses and stuff um and so it can be good if you are interested in any sort of like manual work right right. Uh, it can be pretty demanding physically if you work there for 30 years you get a pretty good retirement well there Uh, you go 30 30 60 retirement um so i think for uh people who are interested in possibly doing it it is a good idea a lot of the times um, but you know, but not everyone is up for that. Right. I'm not up for that. No, I would break I don't it think in half. Me either. <laughs> There's like this, the main thing that they kept, everyone used this one thing as an example. Um, so like people, so there's like dispatchers, there's engineers, there's conductors, there's like smiths, there's like inspectors. There's a bunch of different jobs, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like everyone, electricians, uh, there's a, everyone claimed like when they're talking about the physicalness of the job. Everyone's like their go-to thing is like, well, you occasionally have to lift this um, like 75 to 90 pound iron knuckle was what they call it. And it's like this giant blob of iron that essentially like goes over where the trains connect oh my. to like lock them together. And so everyone claims they have to lift those on occasion, essentially. And so everyone's like, you got to be able to lift 80 pounds to do this job. And oh everyone's my gosh. like, that's very hard. That's a very large object that's very heavy. Um, so... I don't know if I believe how often everyone yeah, has right. to move these things. <laughs> like, like the, the inspector elect- has to yeah, do it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Or the electrician. Yeah. Um, but certainly a lot of people have to do that. So that's one of the things that you have to like pass a physical essentially to be able to do that sort of thing. Yeah. So it can be hard, I'm sure. I believe them that it's hard. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, it seems like such a throwback. Like it just, yeah. I mean, it, obviously there's still so much business that is done by rail, but it just seems like such a throwback that... Sometimes I'm baffled that you have a whole job that's just about the benefits. <laughs> yeah, it's out. It, yeah. Obviously, like the population of the industry is a lot smaller yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. Um, but still, a lot of stuff gets shipped. Yeah, well, mostly for shipping sure. and yeah. some some decent commuting as well. Yeah. Also, there's a funny rivalry between the freight people and the passenger people. Oh it yeah, seems. like we'd have like one conductor from freight and one conductor from and uh, from passenger rail, and they'd be they like badmouth each other <laughs> essentially, like oh the wimpy passenger guy he doesn't have to do real work blah 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 that's really funny yeah, it's like oh the dumb dumb guys in freight they don't they don't care about this so yeah uh that's the train talk there's a whole lot train talk with Choo-choo. pat nabby so when are you gonna be back in town first <clears throat> i mean i think christmas time is the for sure one um but we're gonna look we're gonna get through the move and then we're gonna schedule some stuff out because 
I think we'll be back at Christmas. I would like to come back for the movie marathon. So I think we're just going to get cheap tickets and do it because that would be very important. And like a very nice excuse for some good grandparent time for Hawthorne. So that would be good. And then I am coming back for a conference in March. So those are the for sure ones. That's pretty good. So that's December, February, March already. Right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. And we have um, two bathrooms in our new apartment. Right? So guests can come and use the bathroom. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just that. Just, just that. Yep. Drive. <laughs> use the, the crapper. <laughs> turn Eat back around. <laughs> Head on your way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Excellent. Mm-hmm. How many bedrooms? Um, we have two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. So Hawthorne mm-hmm. will be in one of them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. I think it's going to be. It'll work. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have any particular close friends out there currently? We do not. No. It's amazing. In talking about this move, a lot of people, I don't think anyone from the league, but a lot of other friends have people, they know people in Philadelphia. So like a lot of my clients at work actually are like, oh, we've got people to put you in touch with. And then Wellesley friends have people out there. There's a couple of Wellesley people out there who I don't know, but who I can connect with. And then some high school friends were like, oh my gosh, our best friends live there. So we will meet some people. Excellent. It'll be good. Yeah. Just have to like talk to people and stuff. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, talking's hard. But it's yeah. good that you have a foundation to work with. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, baby will help with that. And it seems like everything's just a little bit smaller in terms of uh, communities, I think. So I think, like, you know, if Hawthorne and I go to the story time, like, I think we will see the same people often and then yeah. be able to do that. Is it a suburb that has a lot of young families with young kids? Yes, it seems so. Um, and they all, there's lots of like little towns right next to each other. Um, but they're very, like lots of parks and lots of, there's tons of cute little, little libraries, which is nice. And um, I think we are right by seemingly like a very popular coffee shop and a little children's bookstore. So I think like it can be supported. That means there must be lots of families around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So that would be good. It'll be golden and you'll be skyping in for the podcast like right, every week important football thoughts mm-hmm. um yeah is there any big football news coming i think the only thing i know is just like the kneeling or not kneeling continues to be a thing yeah that's a thing um they're always talking about tweaking the kickoff rules for safety purposes there's like more evidence about who knew about the dangers of concussions when the weirdest thing that combines one of my real interests and one of my fake interests, the real interest being video games and the fake interest being football. Um, there's a controversy that involves both football and video games. So Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. uh, famously kneeled, mm-hmm. knelt, knelt. One of those where it's both sort of, okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, and he's been essentially blacklisted from the NFL and he has a lawsuit about that, uh, claiming that owners conspired to not hire him and i believe that happened because yeah. i mean he was very good unfortunately i feel like that sort of lawsuit has kind of a real short expiration date as far as when you're still good enough to right like what if he came if he joined the league this year like how good would we be i don't know but anyway so he's doing the league but uh so he's a controversial figure in amongst the owners not very popular and so every year Madden football is a very Mm. large video game that comes out and they actually um they have a lot of licensed music in the soundtrack and they licensed a song I forget by who I think Big Sean and it has a rap lyric about Colin Kaepernick oh and someone 
presumably at Entertainment Arts EA, the company that makes Madden, censored out Colin Kaepernick's name in the al- <laughs> in the song in the video game. Uh, that it, is ridiculous. It is super weird. So people found this out and got in an uproar, and they said they're going to patch the game so that they have not that's not censored anymore. But like, it's so weird that that even happened like how did that thought process work yeah uh, to, that to get to the point to do that i don't know i feel like i feel like every part of this has been mishandled and obviously <laughs> like a big part is that people should be allowed to protest but um i think also i feel like the nfl and like things related to it like just keep making it worse sort of like they just keep like putting their i don't know they they're making a bigger deal of it than i think it should be so like stuff like that like yeah it just draws we cannot, to it. Yeah, he who should not be named like that's ridiculous yeah Yeah. and i have like you know i'm in another league with um my law school Mm -hmm. friends mostly and like the main the the guy in charge of that is john rhodes and he's like actively decreased his interest like getting uh, people who are longtime football fans are getting more and more disgusted with the league yeah because it's gross yeah and like like maybe quitting fantasy football like stopping watching games and then they have also the people on the extreme right who are like oh these stupid protests i'm gonna stop watching games so they're uh they're in a bind between (laughs) the left and the right and only the middle will keep watching football and so it's it's getting harder and harder to be a fan yeah our country's doing real great isn't it yes Uh Uh, i saw a tweet or something that said that uh all-time high 70 percent of americans live in a precinct or county that was their definition of a landslide which is one candidate won by 20 percent or more oh um so like the country is super polarized but you don't feel that it's kind of close to 50 50 because everyone lives surrounded by the people who support the same candidate right so it's all just echo chamber so yeah football is a drag sometimes it can still bring people together like our league but it's getting harder to justify following it i know mm-hmm. i know yeah so yeah on that happy note uh, <laughs> congratulations america yeah a great job mm-hmm. any any other thoughts uh any anything to promote anything to promote i mean i could of course promote something i've got another book coming out in september yeah it's called the girl made of clay by nicole meyer i've seen um, some tweets yes yeah <laughs> i've seen some tweets um it is women's fiction. I don't know that that is many people in the league's cup of tea, but it sure is coming out. She's a she's a good writer. She's excited about it. It's about um, a daughter and her estranged father. Mm-hmm. So All right. that's coming out in September. And then another whiskey mystery coming out in September. And then the next one, I felt like I got a lot of league love for It Ends With Her, the thriller. And mm-hmm. that author's next book comes out in January. So some books this are coming. pretty fast. That's pretty fast. Um, yeah. So what that's like... Oh, it's almost a year. It's a little under a year between them. But she was done with it, so it was ready to go. Yeah. Are those like your main three authors right now? Those are the main three authors, yes. Um, yeah, there's going to be another mystery series coming out in a little bit. And that the thriller author in particular has um, two more books scheduled in the pipeline. So she'll be just a publishing. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm going to miss everyone, but I also feel like with all our children and various schedules, we probably will see and talk as much as we do right now living in the same state. So I'm very glad I would like us all to keep using the WhatsApp chat to share thoughts and feelings. And I want everyone to get excited about their team names. Musicals, apparently no limit to what that means to you. (laughs) Apply it. 
I want some good puns. Do you have any league name suggestions? Oh, I don't. I'll get thinking. Okay. I'll get thinking. We're going to get serious. We're in not going to have a Nick situation. In an ideal world, that would be done at least on the day of the draft. Yep. Okay. Done. We'll have it. We'll have it figured out. Excellent. Mm-hmm. If anyone else has ideas, feel free to share them. We can do a vote and we might just imply some very strict deadlines to the vote that you get a chance. <laughs> and if you don't do it. No vote. Right. You're disenfranchising yourself. Yeah. Let's all vote America. Let's Excellent. Together. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? 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 Ready for what? You don't even know. I clearly don't. What are we ready for? You know what? I also got everyone pregnant. Hello! <laughs> and welcome back to the Fancy Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Patrick. Also your commissioner. And I'm first. We spoke with the first. And now we speak with the worst. Welcome, special guest. Also, soon to be dearly departed gary welcome to the pod thanks for having me how's it going i'm getting some really intense eye contact yeah you some, like it it's amazing good i recommend that anyone who has not sat in this chair sit in this chair and feel the full force of pat polk's beams mm-hmm. got the high beams on <laughs> got the high beams on. it's true not in a see-through t-shirt way no that's what i thought of as well <laughs> <laughs> good thing this Pack and play is hiding your chest. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. Can't so, so uh, we had a long conversation with Abby. Oh, good. Chatted about stuff. Yeah. Anything in- interesting? I think I should know. Oh no. Okay. I can't tell you <laughs> until it's published. <laughs> right. it's, it's fair enough. The uh, the vow of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So you guys are moving we on Saturday. Are. Saturday of all times. It is a week from yesterday. I know very soon it's very soon and i'm gone on wednesday so i won't see you until you're gone oh patrick this is the last time we're hanging out before the move i think that's that's sad yeah it's real sad it's bittersweet it is i mean Mm -hmm. we love chicago this has been a great place it's where all the people are Mm -hmm. but pennsylvania they got the crabby snacks and they're so close to new jersey what else do they have um, what else do they have? The Liberty Bell? Homemades. Krabby homemades. Snacks and homemades. Of course. It's a it's a package deal. <laughs> yeah. Crab snacks and the homemades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which were made up for that movie, I think, right? I think they're real. I think I, I don't remember. I feel like I looked into it. I think they are a thing now, but I feel like maybe I read that it was made up for the movie. I can see that. Like anyway. at least the term or the combination. Yeah. So I we need to rewatch it because I have since found out that the majority of that movie was filmed in Upper Darby which is a neighborhood not too far from where we'll be living. And my commute will take me right past the, I think I'm pronouncing it right, Lenarches, uh, which is the restaurant where they go and have their really romantic diner meal. Mm-hmm. And it is like a rundown shack of a restaurant on Excellent. a six-lane highway. So Great. <laughs> not Great. nice. I, f- I think, and uh, fellow A1 law school friends can uh, comment on this. I believe Upper Darby was the setting for our fictional legal writing prompts oh um because it was like a, yeah like the a business was located in upper darby and had a bunch of legal issues that we had to work on so <laughs> I, it seems like trolling yeah <laughs> just this business has a lot of problems yeah all of upper darby probably has some problems yeah exactly yeah. but uh anyway so um first things first so so you're going out on a whimper. Going out on a big whimper. You big old uh, two-time <laughs> Sacco 
air quotes winner. Yep. Um, what do you plan on doing differently this year? Oh man. Uh, well, I think the one year when I did well or reasonably well, I paid a lot of attention to football. Football <laughs> in general. For uh-huh. me, I paid a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, I think I spent a lot of time on the app. Mm-hmm. I did do some reading about some uh, players mid-season. I believe I picked a really great running back and then let him go and someone else took a lot i'd have to get my app out someone got a lot of points from this famed running back who i let go i have no idea who i'm talking about excellent good so <laughs> so maybe less of that maybe more actual knowledge and less fake knowledge you've you've made it no secret yeah that you don't have that much love for fantasy football is that fair to say I have... You're a reluctant participant in the not, league. Well, I mean, guys, again, when you're sitting in front of the high beams, <laughs> this is feels real intense. Uh, no, I'm in it for the social aspect mm-hmm. and general... I, I love this podcast. This is great. Mm-hmm. The general enthusiasm. You know, the content itself is probably not something I would normally spend a lot of time doing or being around were it not for the league so I don't know if that answers your question. So <laughs> here's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You don't like the league. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh, wait. How no. does it feel your years-long plan to destroy the league <laughs> is finally coming to fruition <laughs> as you move to Pennsylvania, just tearing us apart at the seams? Does it feel good? feels great. feels amazing. I'm glad. I don't think that's true. Though. I don't I think hope that's fair. you're happy I'm finally happy mm-hmm. finally happy to be leaving all of you no uh i don't think that's her because i think the entire point of the league was to get jen interested in football get her to watch some games with you and it turns out that she is really really good at fantasy football she is and like you guys do a podcast together mm-hmm. i i assume you watch some games at times you've got some red zone on in your house at, at times mm-hmm. she spends a lot of times looking at stats like i think it's worked out for for you both really really well regardless of my efforts to rip Sabotage. this thing yeah. <laughs> asunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I also got everyone pregnant so that they all <laughs> stop being able to show up for things. So you're saying you cheated <laughs> on everyone's <laughs> wife with everyone's wife in the league is what you're saying. I blew the fifth. <laughs> you got, you said the phrase, I got everyone pregnant. <laughs> it's true. That was... That's I want that good. to be my lead-in from now on. Every time right. I'm on the podcast. All right. I can. I have editing tools available yeah, to do. me. What else can I say? Welcome, Gary. I got everyone's <laughs> pregnant. Yes. That'll be your answer to every question that I have. So I, I got everyone pregnant. I got what, everyone pregnant. What are you looking forward to most on the move? <laughs> you know what? I also got everyone pregnant. Uh, driving an enormous truck. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. We so the last time when we moved back from New York, we rented a 15 foot U-Haul. I believe we are going to be in an, or I will be in a 20 foot U-Haul, because you know hashtag baby stuff. This is not a hashtagable program. Uh, but the last time we drove, the we had no air conditioning. We had to roll down the windows the entire time. Abby and I like basically wore workout clothes for three days, and it was so loud with the windows down that we couldn't listen to any music. So it was silent, 14 hours of driving. Excellent. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it being a little bit better than that. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. So you're going to be the director of individual giving for a land trust. Yes, natural lands. What does that entail? What does it entail? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to set fundraising priorities for people who want to be parts of our organization. So anyone who wants to be a member, 
uh, all the way up to people who give like thousands of dollars will talk with me. I'll be a representative and uh, run our annual giving campaign, run some events, and just get people in general interested in the outdoors. And what about the people who give $5 from Illinois? Uh, they're going to get a lot of personal attention. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, Pat, I want you to know that you are my uh, inspiration. I've been thinking about how could I get Patrick Polk to care about conservation. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we're going to do a lot of video game themed hikes. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm going to somehow get all girls of the age of like two to three to be really interested in nature and force their dads to come do stuff so okay i just keep thinking if i can get if i can get pat polk to be a member hmm. um you can do some uh, zombies run yeah zombies run would be great get some good so. trails yeah working out to get it measured out so. to be a good 5k <laughs> or something absolutely yeah yeah so you you think you know about nature oh shit <laughs> i would say yes but oh shit okay do you know enough to play a child's game about nature? Uh-huh. Let's find out. All right. <laughs> All right. We have a game called Bird Bingo. <laughs> okay. It's got uh, maybe 100 tiles of North American birds. Oh, no, not North American. Just um, birds. Just birds. Okay. Oh, here's an easy one. I'm just, I just drew it out of the bag. All right. What bird is this, bro? That is a... Would say, should I describe it for the people listening sure. at home? Because this yeah. is not fun yeah. for anyone else. Uh, it's a large-sized bird. It's black with gray feet and a red bald head and pointed beak. And that is a turkey vulture. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a California condor. I don't know the size. Come on, <laughs> tiny card. Oh, it's uh, the biggest bird. But they have white ruffled necks. Mm. Uh, maybe that's an Andean condor. I mean, it says California kind of. I'm right thinking on there. of the white, the neck. Uh, right, but I mean, you're um, close. You're close. Right. Yeah, they're those are big, ugly birds. All right, over one. Okay, this is too easy. This is dumb. You're lucky. You're very lucky so far. Uh, this one, if you don't get, you're out of the league and the country. There we go. Oh, <laughs> what do we got? Um, that is a very large brown bird with white head and tail, yellow feet, yellow beak. I believe that is a Stuart Udall's chimp finch. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, that's oh, incorrect. That's not right. It would be the bald oh, eagle. Oh, the bald eagle, symbol of America. Oh, yes. yes. Dang, All not right. a not a chimp finch. Not a chimp finch. Okay. Over two. I don't know. We need to call your land trust, probably. Yeah, we maybe need to. Can I phone a friend? Yeah. All right. Let's get something harder, shall we? Here we go. Finally, again, these are random. I didn't. I'm not sorting through them, obviously, or else I wouldn't give you a bald eagle. Uh, here we go. This one's, it's something special. There we go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Patrick is showing me a very large, bulbous bird with small, tiny feet, long tail, a uh, pelican-like beak, and an enormous red bladder or breast underneath its uh, beak. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, so I'd say kind of a long beak, mostly black, little feet, big red throat area. I'm going to say it's a rosy-throated tern. So close. It's the Magnificent Frigate Bird. Of course. Magnificent Frigate Bird. And yeah, I am uh, not doing well at this child's game. Yeah, we play this game with Lily. Oh, do you? How how well does she do with the Frigate Bird? Very (laughs) well. No, no. She um, can't identify ice cream. So, that's so what, what, uh, what we do with her is we just pull them out of the bag and she has to find them on the board. Oh. So she has to match the pictures. Oh, okay, match the pictures. There is an actual bingo. You can have, there's individual bingo cards in the box so we can play 
Um, I want. I hope they have the names on them. And I haven't looked because we've never actually played bingo. <laughs> Presumably, the names are on there as I would, well. I would think. Um, also on the board. This doesn't help Lily, but they're in alphabetical order on the board. So once you know the name, it's pretty easy to find. All right, here we go. This one's colorful. Oh, okay. So it's a very colorful, uh, small squat bird with a crest, an orange beak, uh, yellow feet. Uh, it's duck-shaped, duck-like, in fact. And I think it is a... It's either a merganser or a wood duck. I'm going to say a wood duck. So close. Uh, a mandarin duck? A mandarin duck. Oof. It's like uh, slightly juicier and smaller <laughs> than the other ducks. It's true. Mm-hmm. It goes, goes well cooked uh, with soy sauce. I got the northern cardinal. That's stupid. I'm skipping that one. <laughs> What's that bird? What's that? This one? The, the, the northern cardinal. I don't yeah. even know. I don't know anything about that. Here you go. This one, man, there's some really easy ones in here, so... Someday. <laughs> I can do the easy ones. <laughs> oh, what is that? Uh, all right. It's a tall bird, uh, flamingo shaped, <laughs> uh, long legs. It seems to be sort of of a pink color, but mainly white with a long neck and a long banana shaped beak. Uh, it might even be a flamingo. I could be wrong, though. I'll go with that. It's the greater flamingo. Gre- of course. All the right. greater flamingo. Okay. Uh, let's do two more. Two right. more. I want to do like seven more. Let's okay. Keep going. This is great. All right, we got... This is good content. Okay, here you go. This one's... It looks like they could be related. That's not a hint or anything, but uh, similar body type. Here you go. Oh. Uh, Okay, so this is a tall waiter bird. It is black and white. Uh, Long black beak... Sorry, long black neck in orange and black striped beak. Uh, Black wing patches. Oh, man. It is an African bird of some sort and is a zebra crane. It is a saddle-billed stork. Of course. That looks, sure, that looks saddle like saddle. Saddle, saddle, saddle. Yeah, sure. it's straight across the beak. Yeah. All right. So you're telling me I should reconsider my entire life. Um, that's a little bit. I All mean, right. the birds are telling you that. I'm just they the are. conduit <laughs> through which bird bingo speaks. Do you have a bread bingo that I could also <laughs> yeah. play and be devastated by? Hey, guess what? The second one that's actually hard out of this whole batch. I think the Magnificent Frigate Bird was not happening. No. Uh, there we go. This one also never heard of. There you go. Ooh. Uh, okay. It is a smaller shaped bird. Uh, gray to green in its undercoating. Gray wings, an orange or red beak, and a large yellow eye. Yellow? Yellow circular sure. eye? Yeah, sure. Uh, gray legs, if that helps, and a long kind of greenish tail. Uh, it's a type of vireo, I believe. Oh, yeah? yeah? I don't even know what a vireo is. This would be a red-billed oxpecker. Oh, an oxpecker. Oxpecker. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many of those are in the land trust. They're probably very few. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> there again, you go. that might be an African bird. I don't know. Well, we can find out that, too. We could. Can I, can I do, like, one more? Okay. Like, one more. All right. All right. And also, I want to buy this game for myself. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Just fl- They're essentially flashcards. Yeah. When you're not playing bingo, they're pretty they're much flashcards. flashcards. Oh, here we go. This one's quite fancy. Second, there's a third hard one. Even harder, I think. I like the ones that have um, wow. superlatives in the name, like the Magnificent Frigate Bird. Yeah. This one, uh, does, well, it kind of has that too. Um, but anyway, there you go. Okay. What does it look like? Oh, it is a uh, chicken-shaped bird. Uh, but very fancy. He's fancy. He has a white head, 
a brownish rosy neck to check chest uh speckled wings and a fan-like tail with reds and blacks and golds it to me this looks like a fake bird like the front the neck and head looks like a pigeon just yeah a plain old pigeon <laughs> and then the back looks like an ostrich <laughs> <laughs> again I, I'm, the size is an issue i think you're right um I mean, it's obviously not as big as an ostrich because that's the biggest bird. Yeah. Uh, Flightless bird, unlike the condor, which is the (laughs) largest flight bird. (laughs) Every imbecile knows California condor when they see one. (laughs) That's getting real uppity, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just real cocky about this bird game. Um, That is a greater prairie chicken. Great. Great. Yeah, great. That's a great bustard. Bustard. B-U-S-T-A-R-D. Wow. Don't even know that word, but... Also, I don't think an American bird at all. Uh, well, I told you yeah. that they weren't all American. All right, all right that's I, fair. I, I retracted that not, statement. That I'm glad you did. Because I remember some of them were like, the greater European blah, blah, blah. Ah. Uh-huh. Here you go. Here's a European starling, for instance. That's not American, I bet. They're commonly seen in America. Oh, uh, well. They're just not from here. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, uh, you don't know anything about nature. Nope. And you're destroying the league. It's true. And you lost. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks for having me, Pat. This has been really uplifting. Very thrilling for my ego. Oh, an Andean cock of the rock. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let the listeners at home decide what that looks like. Yeah. It's tattooed and used to be a wrestler. <laughs> it's the Dwayne Johnson. That's right. Well, anything else? Uh, what else is new? What else? Uh, what other? You want to? announce anything promote anything sing a song no no all done my head all done all right well i was i mean i was gonna ask you we started when we did this before with you asking the best thing i'd eaten recently and i was gonna ask you that if you had anything you wanted to share any culinary delights or recent beer acquisitions uh my bet my most successful the beer sticks out more um recently but when we went to wisconsin uh to visit our uh, mutual friends mm-hmm. uh, carrying zoo um some central waters uh i believe it was cassian or something something along the words that mean cinnamon that are like that uh cassian bur- bourbon barrel beer was really good it was like cinnamony and coffee um but still bourbony and nice. it, was, it was quite good i only got a four pack and i regret it Big, big regrets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll have to find some more. Um, Food-wise, uh, okay, nothing much comes to mind. My, we For the second time, we went to Americas, mm. uh, and that's my favorite place in Oak Park. It's pretty good. Um, like Mostly new American and Latin American fusion-y tapas, that sort of thing. Um, but just just tastes good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were talking about going there. We went to uh, the Heritage instead, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is in Forest Park. It's a really good spot. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Recommend that. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should just give you all the uh, Oak Park food recommendations. Yeah. This is the time. To <laughs> Got lots of time. Not busy. <laughs> Not busy at all. Mm-hmm. Not trying to, you know, just eat the entire town at once. Yeah. Which is what's happening Excellent. as well. Uh, we did have sandwiches from Carnivore oh. today, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I highly recommend the fish sandwich there. Sounds a, almost ironic. It's uh, yeah. verging on it. It is. It is. It's still, I mean, I would say meat-based. Yeah. Uh, but it's an entire piece of salmon grilled just on like a little, nice little roll. It's really good. Excellent. Yeah. It's ama- amazing what uh, grills can do. Speaking of which, would you like a grill? <laughs> I'm um, getting rid of some things Man, at home. 
I uh, Casey offered me a broken grill a while ago. I feel like I get, I get a lot of grill offers. You, do, you seem like a man who needs a grill. Yeah. What can I say? We have a we have a porch at least. You do have a porch, and uh, it's so nicely you know set up now. Yeah, we yeah. could do some grilling. You're really good. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is not a broken propane grill. It is uh, a secondhand Weber grill. Charcoal. Charcoal. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, yeah. I mean, we could take this offline. Yeah, continue sure this discussion. Really don't want to hear. Yeah. But <laughs> let me describe it for you. Okay. <laughs> if it were a bird. If it were a bird. What bird would it be? Uh, it would be a black kettle. Cock of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a kettle corn whipper snapper. Kettle corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have a fancy name at the beginning. Yeah. Someone's, you know, mm-hmm. the Johnson. Phil. Phil. <laughs> brat cooker. <laughs> yeah. Right on the, a little on the nose. A little on the nose. Yeah. That's true. That's right. Excellent. Well, sir. Yeah. It's bittersweet, as I said. Yeah. 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 But I've heard you you may have the capability of uh, having people call in, phone in. That's my plan, yeah. Uh, people phone in the league all the time anyway, am I right? <laughs> True that at least one Sacco winner has many times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I hope to enhance, further enhance the recording capabilities and have more remote. Now that 30% of the league will be out of state, uh, it's probably time. So. It's probably time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or to get some new friends, I guess. Also, uh, yeah, I'll just have like random local people who aren't in the league just come in and talk on the fancy <laughs> stream. You could certainly start just walking up and down Lake Street and saying, I have a podcast. Would you like to come back to my house? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't See how that goes. Call them in off. Yeah. No. Carry around the trophy or something. That that actually might help. Yeah. Yeah. It's See, real. It's, it's, it's real. I'm not going to mug you with it at all. <laughs> you think I would, I would have five fake plaques on a fake trophy? <laughs> That's too much dedication for even me. Bang. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Well, well, thanks for having me on. No problem. All right. Till next time. Toodaloo. In December. <laughs> it's, it's happening. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.